Hey, what is up, guys? It is me, Zeke the Geek, here back with another episode of the Zeke Sento Show, Zeke Sento Podcast. And this is the one and only show where we're talking about all things movie news, podcast, uh, movie news, comic books, and all that sort of you, stuff. You, you, good? you, you yeah. good, bud? Yes, yes. I'm just stuttering a lot. <laughs> Um, I was gonna make an announcement, but I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna save that for next week because we got a lot of stuff to cover. We have too many questions, and we got a lot of movie news to cover. So let's just get started with this first movie news topic. Now, once again, we got more delays and new release dates. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna announce some of these release dates just real quick. I know some of these movies I don't really care about. But uh, Peter Rabbit 2 for January 2021, Ghostbusters Afterlife, March 2021. Uh, Morbius is actually about two weeks after that for March of 2021. Uh, Uncharted is 2021 as well. A Quiet Place Part 2 is coming out in September of 2020, which is interesting. Uh, Minions 2, uh, no one really cares. <laughs> well, uh, Top Gun Maverick comes out in December 23rd of 2020. And surprisingly, SpongeBob is still scheduled to come out in July of 2020. What? So, yeah. So they have to all release the, it on a DVD then, or not DVD, uh, VOD. Well, they it says here that it's still tracked to uh, be released in theaters on July 31st, 2020. So hmm. I don't know what they're gonna do, but um, yeah. Um, which one stands out to you, Robert? Which one shocks you? Which one surprises you? Uh, SpongeBob. You know, that was just kind of out of the blue. I guess they're sticking to it, sticking to the guns. Yeah. The one that made me happy, though, was seeing that A Quiet Place 2 just got a new release date because I was kind of bummed out when they pushed. That was the one of the first ones that they pushed back where I was like, oh, man. Yeah, no, definitely. Um no, I was starting to look forward to Black Widow, to be honest, especially for Taskmaster. Uh, Master. Oh, okay, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, just one, just two more movies I want to mention, though, real quick. Uh, Morbius, kind of bummed out that that got pushed back to next year. And then Another Ghostbusters. I was starting to get excited for. Yeah, and then Ghostbusters Afterlife, which... Yeah. I was really excited for that one. So... Now, let's talk about something that literally dropped an hour ago. <laughs> and uh, so Disney just announced all of their new release dates, basically pushing back a lot of their MCU movies. Uh, so I'm going to run down all of them. So here we go. Mulan has been pushed back to July 24th of 2020. Okay. Black Widow is November 6th, 2020. Oh, you got to be shitting me. I called it. Yep. I called it. Is this what exactly <laughs> what I called last time? Yeah. So they exactly. just pushed back everything. Just replaced the movie slots, right? Yeah, pretty much. Oh my goodness, I um. called it. <laughs> okay. Um the next movie actually that got pushed back to December eleventh, twenty twenty is the Ryan Reynolds movie Free Guy. <laughs> nice. Eternals has been pushed back to February twelfth, twenty twenty one. Uh, Shang-Chi, May 7th, 2021. The Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Jungle Cruise has been pushed back to July 30th of 2021. Doctor Strange 2, November 5th, 2021. Thor 4, uh, February 28th, 2022. Captain Marvel 2 is July 7th, 2022. 
And then poor Indiana Jones 5, July 29th, 2022. So. Wow. Okay. I don't know about Indiana Jones. Let's talk about the fact that you called this last week on on this very show. You said that that all the MCU films would be pushed back. Just shift them around a little bit. And Robert, you are a genius. Marvel heard this episode and they stole your idea. They, man, you should go work for Marvel. Honestly, I I should should just work as a movie, uh, I guess producer, (laughs) to be honest, because that's, I've been calling a lot of these shots and most logical steps. You know, screw being a director. I'm just going to be like Kevin Feige. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the one that surprises me is actually um, uh, the fact that they pushed Doctor Strange to November 5th. Because remember last week, we actually reported that they were <laughs> they, they were still planning on shooting in June. Yeah, so it so looks like they had to change that. Yeah, they're probably going to push production back um, just by the look of the release date. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that they have a release date for Black Widow. And... Mulan is a little weird though, because Mulan's coming out in July twenty fourth of twenty twenty, and I'm just I don't know, I don't know if that's enough time for them to like get more people back into I don't know like do a little bit more because they're gonna have to do a lot more marketing since you know <laughs> they they basically you know blew everything when with the original release date so I don't know yeah honestly um. They're going to have to um, release some new marketing starting, like, um, June. Or not even June, like, May, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, and then this movie's going to – and that movie's going to have a lot more when it comes to – it's going to need to take in a lot more money than it was originally. It, um, it won't. I'm guaranteed, I'm telling you this. This year's probably going to be the worst box office. Well, the- yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like movies like – I think – well – I don't know if Jungle Cruise will be affected that much. Because Jungle Cruise only had one trailer. Um, Free Guy only had one trailer, so I don't think that will be affected. Black Widow will be affected, definitely, because now they're going to have to start throwing in more money into creating new marketing campaigns and stuff like that. So, also just released the same trailer, just with a different date. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you gotta think. You know, you gotta—they gotta release new TV spots and new posters, new everything. Honestly, because uh, I don't know. That's this whole thing is a mess, and it's it's crazy. It um, really is. And then Thor, Thor being pushed back to twenty twenty to February is actually interesting, because you know the movie's called Thor: Love and Thunder. And oh my what goodness. is what it's is the perfectly. month of February? Love. Yes. Valentine's Day. <laughs> It'll be about freaking Natalie Portman coming back too, so it's even perfect. Or it will be about uh Thor having a drinking problem. Natalie Portman won't go out with him. Exactly. So. Perfect Valentine's movie. <laughs> you know, you thought Sonic was pretty good. Well boy, if I have news for you, Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> Even sounds like a which, bad by the way, piano. Sonic the Hedgehog is now available to purchase on VOD. So highly just, recommend it, actually. Just putting that out there. 
And then Onward, I believe, just went on Disney Plus this morning, and I actually watched that before um, starting the show today. See, I so. woke up an hour ago. <laughs> you were just you you just you just woke up an hour ago, so that's why you sound tired. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. Ladies and gentlemen, so if Robert the Ghost Rider Martinez sounds tired, it is because he woke up literally one hour ago. <laughs> it's pretty so, impressive because this, whenever this show is there, it's just going to be like one hour ago. You're like, what, what is that supposed to mean? I'm listening to 8 o'clock in the morning. He got up pretty early. Or you know, <laughs> 9 o'clock at night, I'm like, oh, did he just take a nap? It's up to you well, to decide. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. We are actually going to bypass the commercial break, or I might edit it. Who, you know, editing, that's how it works. Yeah. But we're just going to move straight. Cause we have a lot of questions, guys. A lot of questions. This oh, is like God. the most questions. This is like the most questions I've gotten for a, <laughs> a Zeke said so show. So let's start off with the first question, which is favorite film in the Harry Potter series? Um,. I don't know. Robert, you don't care about Harry Potter. So. I've only watched one movie. Um, I don't know. Probably the last one, the Deathly Hollows Part 2. I mean, honestly, I didn't really care about the series. So, I mean, I like the books, but I just didn't really care for the movies. All right, then what's your favorite book? Um, my favorite book? Uh, probably Half-Blood Prince, the which is the sixth one. So... Okay. Uh, what Disneyland ride would you like to see turn into a movie? Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. Props to you. Ooh. Disney's listening in right now. It's like, huh. Actually, let's find out. Honestly, that is a good question. I Space Mountain. I looked I saw, I saw this question. Wait, what was that? Space Mountain. That's a good one. I was thinking, what was that? What's that one ride at Disneyland with the oh, abominable snowman? What is it? What is oh, that? Um, the name of it? Oh something horn. Something horn. Matterhorn. Matterhorn. There we go. There we go. I would like to see that sort of movie. Yeah, well, actually, that would make sense. Like a fun, like a fun little adventure movie, or or what Disney could do, they could make it a straight up horror movie, just like oh, yeah. slash. With the abominable snowman chasing you down the the halls of the Himalayas, just oh man, let's get that movie. There's like a lot of blood, a lot of guts, gore. Oh, Disney product. Yep, yep. Let's and then Mickey Mouse shows up at the very end. You know what would be a great <laughs> movie for a ride? What's that? Jungle Cruise. You know, I'm, actually, ah. I'm, I'm definitely looking at Dwayne Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt as the main leads. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, I have a pretty good feeling about it. You know, yeah, it looks fun. Um, honestly, I think they should make a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh wait, we already did that. Sorry. Oh, definitely. Oh, you mean the reboot coming out? Well, no, they they already made like five of them. Which no, they're actually making a <laughs> reboot of the series. Oh yeah, with the um the red oh, pirate writers of yeah, but they're they're they got the writers of Deadpool, I think, who are attached to it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, no, that's um, yeah, that's that happened. Um, 
If you could pick one movie to watch for the rest of your life, what would it be? No, don't do that to me. I hate. Don't do that. Whoever did this question, I hate. Oh, man. Wow. Only one? I have so many movies on my shelf. I. Oh, man. I don't know. Hmm. You go first, Robert. I, I have no idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jojo Rabbit. Really, Jojo Rabbit. That's one, the one movie. Movie I, to watch. I can literally watch, and like literally get a, still like a joy out of. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good one. Um. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. Um, probably. Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Ooh, just one movie to watch for the rest of my life. Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. That movie—it's my second favorite movie of all time, and it's to me—it's a masterpiece. Imagine so watching I, Infinity War, right? And that's the only movie you watch, so you don't know have any idea what happens next. That's the only movie you've ever watched. So, you, dude, that would make me so mad. <laughs> so, like, honestly. If I just stopped watching the MCU after Infinity War, I'd be so mad. <laughs> I would be like so angry with myself. Like literally everyone's <laughs> like half the universe dead and you're like, "Well, that movie sucked." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Crying. Um Oh, here's one of uh, I guess this person must have listened to our Throwback Thursday episode because uh this is a question revolving about Avatar. Do you think Avatar was a success because it was getting a lot of Oscar attention? Um, partially. I don't think so. partially. Definitely, uh, with the special effects department, I would think. Right. right, but wasn't it wasn't it nominated for Best Picture? Something like that. I think it lost out to someone else. I just don't remember. Well, who. I know, I know that year the Hurt Locker won Best Picture, but I now need to look it up. But now my computer is not. Wanting to cooperate. Come on, stop being a jerk. Avatar nomination. Let me see. Okay, the answer. Yeah, it was nominated for best picture. So, and best director. So, best original. Wow, I got a lot of the nominations at the Academy Awards. Definitely. I mean, oh wow! Didn't it win for special effects? I uh, believe it did. Now I just closed out the page. Ah, screw it. I'm not gonna open it back up. Again, but say, I think it did. Yeah, yeah. it had to because I'm just I'm just gonna assume that it did. <laughs> okay. Um. Next question. Oh, this person knows me very very well and wants to torture me. <laughs> Better director: Ryan Johnson or John Favreau? John Favreau. I don't know. I can give you. Three intellectual reasons. John, because I, I look at who has made a terrible movie. Ryan Johnson, to me, he's made some movies that haven't been as good as the other ones, but he hasn't made a movie where I've been like, that is the worst thing I've ever yeah, seen Yeah, but life. he's never made a movie that spectacularly stood out. John Favreau, yeah. whenever he touched a property, at first, he made Elf, which is a Christmas fucking classic. Sorry for my language. Iron Man... And now the right. Mandalorian, and he also made Jungle Book. I don't talk about the Lion King, but Jungle Book was great. 
But he also made Cowboys nailing. Uh, Cowboys nailing. Yeah, Ryan Johnson made The Last Jedi. But <laughs> Ryan Johnson also made Knives Out, which I thought should have been nominated for Best Picture. He also made Brick, which is such an underrated movie that doesn't get a lot of attention, but definitely should. Looper, which I think is phenomenal. And Brothers Bloom, which I think is okay. It's, it's not one of his best movies, but it's fun. And you know what? Screw it. I like The Last Jedi. I do. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. I like The Last Jedi. So, and the sequel trilogies. As much as I love, as much as I love John Favreau, um, honestly, he has made movies that I've been like, eh, eh. I don't think that that worked out for you, man. But so I would have to go with Brian Johnson on this one. All right, all right. I just, I would love to see. I would love to see Ryan Johnson do a Marvel movie. His, Actually, I yeah, think his style, his style and his um, writing, I think, would fit well to a Marvel movie. But which so. Marvel hero? Uh, if Payne Reed wasn't on Ant-Man, then I would do Ant-Man. Um, but I would probably go with Fantastic Four. I'm going to go with the Thunderbolts. That's not a bad choice either. Actually, that's actually a really good. That's actually a really good choice. Actually, you know, you Never know, a group of a holes, not really liking each other, being you know, not that yeah. great of people. And you, know, and you know, Ryan Johnson's good at directing a holes. I mean, he directed out. the family out. So, <laughs> and he directed um Kylo Ren. So Kylo Ren's a big a hole. Exactly. So um, I feel like that would be a pretty good choice for him. Like, I mean, yeah. no disrespect to Ryan Johnson at all. I think he's a phenomenal director. Right. Honestly, I'm not even mad about him about The Last Jedi. I'm mostly mad about, you know, the direction they're taking. Like, Kathleen Kennedy, let's be real. Let's be real. Right, yeah. They had no real this, direction. This is from somebody who just bought Rise of Skywalker on Blu-ray, owns it as part of the Skywalker saga, and I rewatched it again. I hate that movie so much. I, I'm not even going to get into a big rant about it, but anyway. I just have okay, next question here. Yeah. Would you rather see a Star Wars, uh, Transformers versus G.I. Joe movie or a Marvel versus DC movie? Whoever asked this question, oh! whoever asked this question, I love you. Who asked They're the worst. I need to know. I need to know. I need to know who asked this because any day, um, any time, Transformers versus G.I. Joe. This was my. This was a actually a good friend of mine, um, Mikey, who's probably listening to this podcast right now. So Transformers GI Joe, easy. Yeah, I would go with Transformers, uh, Transformers slash GI Joe as well. Plus, I think that that's just that is just too good of a fitting. Like, why would you not take advantage of a GI Joe and Transform, especially if you're going to go down more of this like. The, the direction of Bumblebee in a more 80s and lighthearted tone, why not? Honestly, I was like, hoping for it because they were talking about a crossover uh, back in the first G.I. Joe movie and the first Transformers uh, movie were coming out. I know that was bad, but, you know, they were talking about having a crossover then. And then um, there's been a lot of talks for it. And then uh, right. I don't know if you remember the series Transformers Prime, right? 
Yeah, I I remember. I just don't. I I just haven't seen it in very long. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Dude. I don't, uh, I'll definitely have to re-binge it. Um, but uh, Ratchet was actually taken from that show, and they're supposed to create a new show that had Snake Eyes, uh, Micronaut, or something like that. Basically, like all these like, mm-hmm. excuse me, '80s like franchises. Right. They create a team called Unit E. There's actually concept art online. Um, it was in a Transformers art book. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Although, I will say this about a Marvel versus DC movie. If if they announce, if Disney announced that they are teaming up with Warner Brothers to make a Marvel versus DC movie, I will scream like a little girl and jump up and down like a four-year-old child. And then it was April Fool's Day. That is an, oh, man. That would be the worst April Fool's prank ever because I'd be – because honestly, I'm not going to lie. There's a part of me that would like to see a Marvel versus DC movie. I mean, yeah, it would be overcrowded. and It'll probably be a big disappointment. But you know what? I don't care. I kind of want to see it. Um, okay. Oh, there, Actually, speaking on the Marvel versus DC thing, um, there's been like a hashtag going around. I don't know if you've seen it at all. About uh, people begging um, to have a crossover DC and Marvel once this whole Corona thing is done. And it's been like getting a lot of tracks and uh, traction. Yeah, uh, that'd be that'd be cool. That'd like be some of cool. the big uh, Marvel um, writers too, and DC writers have been on board. Right, right, yeah. Um, okay, uh, the last Airbender is truly the worst. But what Nickelodeon TV show would you like to see based um, based a Danny movie Phantom. on from? I agree, Danny Phantom. That's the one. Um, I'm trying to think what else. There's not really I don't think a lot of Nickelodeon shows blend themselves into live action other than Danny Phantom and um Last Airbender, which we all know how that turned out. But but yeah, Danny Phantom would be and I even think you can do it in the vein of like a I don't know, maybe like Spider Man Homecoming, where it's just kinda like a coming to age story with a blend of a superhero definitely, movie. Definitely, definitely. Um, or you could do it in the vein of uh, the 2017 Power Rangers. Um, once again, showing love to the 2017 Power Rangers movie. So I mentioned that I've been met, I've been bringing that movie up every single episode of the show. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you know what? Honestly, after I'm done l- recording this show, I think I'm gonna watch it maybe tonight. So. All right. Um, thoughts on Fairly Odd Parents. Speaking of Nickelodeon, thoughts on Fairly Odd Parents turning nineteen. Congratulations! Dang, dang yeah, I'm old. Honestly, this makes me feel so old. <laughs> oh my gosh! I remember watching this thing as a kid. That was my jam. Facts. Nickelodeon. Honestly, if they decided. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I would love to see a, an animated movie just based on Fairly Odd Parents. Don't they Kinda have like an origin story? Like a lot of movies, though. Yeah, but like they're like straight to TV garbage. I want to see a a big budgeted, uh, theatrically released animated movie just based, like kind of like in the vein of what the SpongeBob movies were. You know, you know, I would be down for it, but I think Butch Hartman left Nickelodeon, right? 
He did leave Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. It would, it would kind of be hard to get him back on board to, to um, do a movie. You know, I feel like what's a good uh, way to bring him back on. What's up, Nicktoons movie? That's a good call. That's and honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I think about a year ago, I actually came up in my head the perfect like animated cinematic universe that you can bring in with a. Do you remember what I did uh, on an entire universe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so for so for those of you who are listening to this who have no idea what he's talking about, let me explain. So, um. What year was it? Was it 2017 it was, or 2018? Uh, I can't remember. It was what our it was. junior year, probably 2018, because it was coming. Junior year, yeah, yeah. So it was probably it was probably 17. So Robert made this amazing Photoshop uh, picture of all the Nicktoons characters with random celebrity faces, and it had Jesse Eisenberg as SpongeBob. Um, who played? Who played Timmy Turner? Was it Ben Affleck or? Uh, definitely Ben Affleck, and then Mark Wahlberg as. Oh, uh, Ben a- Ben Affleck. Mark Wahlberg as Danny Phantom. And then who played? Oh man, who played uh, Jimmy Neutron? Uh, the guy from House. There we go. That's it. Yeah. So, so that's that was basically we. That's was our version of the Nicktoons cinematic universe. <laughs> We really need the cap. Okay, actually, you know what? Let's 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 actually stay on this topic for a little bit longer. Let's cast the the Nicktoons cinematic universe right now. Okay, we have John Boyega as um I don't know Cosmo and Wanda. Oh my god, no! We'll, we'll, we'll cast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. We're not going to spend all all day wasted uh, talking about this. Um. Okay. Um. Zeke, you've said in the past that you hate Kylo Ren getting the mask back. Why? Because it actually, um, I have two different responses, right? Uh, go ahead. You you go ahead. I'll 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 wait. So, at first, I didn't like it because I don't think it's a you know necessary, right? He already destroyed his mask. He accepted who he was. Uh. Mm-hmm. He finally came out as like this grand villain, right, in the Last Jedi, which is one of the things aspects I did like. But then I saw a YouTuber, like maybe like um three months ago, talking about it. It was how the mask is kind of like his comfort blanket, right? Mm-hmm. So like once he got out and he got rejected by Ray by not joining him, he kind of went back into the only thing he was really comfortable with, and it was being uh, a faceless, emotionless, um person right and so he went straight back to the mask Mm -hmm. so i was like oh well if you kind of put it like that i can i can see why i just wish they kind of elaborated it more you know yeah um yeah the reason why i hate kyle ren getting the mask back is all that but it's a much more deeper meaning to me than that for me if seven, eight, and nine were going to be the ending of the Skywalker saga, they needed what they should have done was use seven, eight, and nine. The theme of those movies should have been letting go of what came before you, letting go of the past, letting go of greatness. You know, seven in seven, it's all about being obsessed with the past. You know, um, 
Ray being obsessed over the legend of Luke Skywalker, Kylo being obsessed with Darth Vader and the Empire and stuff like that. Then eight is kind of like that transition from, you know, being obsessed with the past to now we're letting it, we're starting to move away from that past. And then nine should have been them really letting go of the past, letting it die off, letting I it feel like kind of, episode nine should have been coming to terms. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, and Kylo Ren getting the mask back completely throws that theme out the window. That's the thing that made me mad about Kylo Ren getting the mask back was that it this idea of the characters are now moving on, they're they're they've come to terms with the fact that the past was the past and we need to focus on how to make things better for the future. And then Kylo Ren putting his mask back together and basically being another Darth Vader just completely takes that and throws it out the window. Much like everything in Rise of Skywalker takes all the ideas that came before it and <laughs> threw it out the window. So, but, uh, but yeah, um, you know, there's a lot I can talk about with that, but um, okay. Next question. Uh, what is, the most underrated Disney movie of all time in your opinion. Treasure Planet. Yeah. Uh, that's... <laughs> I, I gotta say, but for me though, I actually have a different answer. I love Treasure Planet a lot and I think it's great and it is truly underrated. But to me, it's a movie that I actually just watched recently while being under quarantine. I'm gonna say Meet the Robinsons. I I have really liked that. Not movie. seen that movie in a minute. You 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 should give it another try. It's it's a very oh good no, movie. I mean I love I that movie to of... death. Like I remember like everything about it. Right, right. So why are you not um, getting the kid? Big head, yeah. little arms. Yeah, <laughs> I have a big head and little arms. I'm just, I'm just not sure how. Uh, I'm just not sure how well this plan will stop through. <laughs> Great scene. But no, um but no, that movie is really good and it's emotional. And I think the reason why people don't remember it is because it came out right after Chicken Little, which um <laughs> okay, we can forget about that. Um but yeah, I would say meet the Robinsons is one. Don't go take um, you on my heart. Yeah. Uh, um but yeah, Treasure Planet is also another one. Um, is there anything else? Um, Emperor's New Groove, I think, is pretty underrated. I feel like a lot of people know that movie. They just kind of sleep on it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tarzan is underrated because nobody freaking talks about that movie enough. And that's my favorite Disney movie of all time. I would uh, imagine. Uh-huh. I don't know why I was like this as a kid, but. I always wanted to see Tarzan versus the Predator, but animated in a Disney style. <laughs> I just feel like it would work. That would be so funny. That'd be funny. Oh my god! Like imagine how in like in the Tarzan <laughs> sequel, right? It's like it plays that exactly the right. same, right, as the first movie. You know, they're just chilling out. It's only. During the second, it changes to an '80s like horror movie where like people start dying off, but it's all in, like Disney yeah. animated. Like heads are being decapitated, and Tarzan's like, "What the hell is going on here?" And they start cussing up a storm. 
and then he's like <laughs> and then basically it's just the final act as a predator yeah you get to see um arnold jump in and go mm. get out of the jungle get out of the jungle exactly <laughs> oh man that'd be so great oh man now i want to see it oh, thanks robert welcome. now i really want we didn't make that movie. Let's make that fan movie. Okay. This is the Predator, a Disney it. classic. Yes. Coming soon to DVD. Um, <laughs> coming soon to Disney Plus. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, here's a fun one. Uh, it's another recommendation. It's a recommendations question. Are there any binge-worthy TV shows that you Office, recommend? Parks and Rec. Yeah. Daredevil. I'm currently I'm watching The Office yeah. right now, actually. Uh, on Rick Netflix. and Morty. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, Rick and Morty. In fact, the second half of Rick and Morty is actually premiering I'm soon, so I'm pretty excited about April that. Fool's Day, because they always do. Yeah. Honestly, I would have loved if April Fool's Day, they just dropped the first episode. That's what like, they always do. So, that's... yeah. I'm surprised they didn't uh, do it then. It's, it's weird. Get out of... I don't know. It was a weird. They're weird. This yeah. is a weird time. Um, but as far as binge-worthy TV shows go, um, I would say if you are interested, check out Game of Thrones. But you're probably going to be disappointed by the last season. Um, Just saying. Avatar: um, The Last Airbender is a great show to binge. Yes, absolutely. I'm mad at myself that I didn't bring that up. But yes, I. In fact. Not gonna lie, I have all three seasons on DVD. So if you guys want to, Benjamin party with Zeke on two episode review. Let's let's have a let's let's have a watch party. Let's have a watch party. I would love to do episode review of do it, Last Airbender. Totally you have nothing would. else to do, right? I would. I probably will. I'll probably uh, think about that. Um, okay, this is a better coming of age movie: The Sandlot or Stand by Me. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? This is going to be a pretty heated opinion, but I'm going to say the Sandlot. You know, honestly, I love Stand by Me, and that movie makes me cry every time. But the Sandlot to me is pure gold. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have to go uh, with the Sandlot because honestly, that movie yeah. is what I really grew up with. Right, um, right. You know, I just, you know, I, you can't go wrong with it. I actually have PF flyers because of the Sandlot. Yeah, but I do have. A <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, no, go so ahead. So, Stand by Me starred, you know, a couple people, um, you know, kids. I've actually met one of the actors. Interesting. Gary Who? O'Connell. Oh, that's I was pretty at cool. In-N-Out, right? I was doing my job, and this <laughs> guy comes in. Right? I couldn't place my uh, head around him. Like I know this person. I just don't know where I know him from. Right? He's talking to this one other guy. Right. I, like I kind of barely recognize him too. So I'm just kind of like staring at these guys awkwardly while taking their order, and they're just kind of like staring the back at me. It's like, like. I'm sorry, I feel like I know you guys. You know, like you, you probably do. I'm like, okay, okay. And so 
it doesn't even come to mind, right? So I'm like doing the order. I'm grabbing his coffee because he ordered a coffee. I'm bringing the coffee over. And that's when my friend Afaha literally turns around and whispers, that's Jerry O'Connell. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't know why. I'm not gonna lie. Dude. I feel like I feel like you're pulling an April Fool's break off a late April. No, Fool's I'm, I'm break. being dead serious. Like that, huh. it was at our In and Out too. And the mm-hmm. uh, other guy he was with was on The Walking Dead as like a, like a minor character or something like that. It was crazy though. I like I couldn't that even is... place my name on it. And like once he walked out, I'm like, holy shit, that's Jerry O'Connell. Because uh, the reason why I know yeah. him is because he voices Superman mm-hmm. in the anima- DC animated movies. Which uh, ones? Mostly the newer ones. Huh. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't been watching some of the newer the newer DC animated stuff. Um, the last one I watched was um. The Killing Joke, which don't even get me started oh, on that. Don't talk about it. Uh, he was in the Death of Superman in 2018, so that uh, one with Doomsday. Uh, Superman Shazam. Okay. Justice League Throne Atlantis. Justice League versus Teen Titans. Yeah, just basically all the newer ones. Justice League Dark, you know. Yeah, so mostly I recognized his voice, and that's what really threw me off. Because like I could, I recognize the person, right. but mostly his voice. So. Mm-hmm. I got to meet Superman, in a way. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Fun facts over. Yeah. Um, I I actually have a fun fact. Um, we we had you remember that question we had about binge worthy TV shows, yeah. and we we brought up The Office, right? I just I just rediscovered that I am actually wearing my special Dunder Mifflin Paper Company yes. T-shirt right now. So. So I probably should, but yeah, anyway. Um, Okay, and the final question, final question we have here is, have you ever considered that the Star Wars sequel trilogy has a generation of kids who are going to grow up with it being their Star Wars? I'm okay with it. Yeah? I mean, look, look. Okay, I'm going to tell, it's story time with Zig the Geek. Sit down, eat your popcorn. Listen in. So, <laughs> um, when I went to go see the Rise of Sky, uh, no, this was actually when I went to see the last. This story actually starts with me seeing the Last Jedi. When I saw the Last Jedi, I think it might have been for my fourth time of seeing the Last Jedi. I met this. Uh, I was I was sitting just one row from this um, father who was taking his daughter to see the movie for the first time, and it was the first. Star Wars movie she had ever seen because I know because I ended up having a conversation with the guy when we walked when we walked out of the theater, and then flash forward to all the way to Rise of Skywalker, I come out of the movie, and I and I see that same dad with his daughter dressed up as Rey um, from from the Last Jedi, uh, well from the sequel trilogy, and the look on her face made me realize that. You know what? I recognize that because I remember having that same reaction when I saw the prequels for the first time because those were my introduction to Star Wars. You know, 
So I'm, I, I have no doubt that there are a bunch of kids in this day and age who are going to look back on this sequel trilogy and say, these were my Star Wars movies. Just like the people who grew up with the original trilogy, you know, that's their Star Wars. Those are their Star Wars movies. And just like people who grew up with the prequels, even though, you know, I've have some thoughts about the prequels. Um, even I look back on them and go, those were my introduction to Star Wars. This was the first time I've ever seen Star Wars was these three movies. So, so yeah, I mean, look, we don't have to like them, but that doesn't mean kids in this day and age are going to listen to what we angry adult fans have to say about it. So, I don't know. Any thoughts on that, Robert? You summed it up perfectly, dude. Well, that's good. That is good. Um, so yeah, the moral of the story is let kids and love don't what they be a love, dick about what it. They want to love. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely. Because that's well, I mean, that's the other thing with Star Wars is that this sequel trilogy. The one thing that it showed me was how truly brutal Star Wars fans can be. Because it's like For- Force Awakens came out. And you had a bunch of people say, yeah, we loved it. And then, you know, over the years, they fell off of it. And then you have Rogue One, and they're like, yeah, we loved it. And then Last Jedi comes out, and and everyone has a freaking meltdown. And starts screaming and cussing at each other. And it's like, it just, it ruined the sequel trilogy, honestly. That's one of the things that really killed this trilogy. So, so yeah. That's that's my complaint of the day. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so that is it for the show, guys. That is we 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 this was a pretty interesting show. Don't you, it don't was you think Robert? Interesting show. Yeah, even though you sound dead yeah, tired. Not still. gonna lie to you. <laughs> so okay. I know I, I said I was gonna Wait till next week to announce, make the announcements. But you know what? I'm announcing real quick right now. So, first things up, if you haven't checked out the new episode of Throwback Thursday, it's join. You can join me and Robert as we talk about James Cameron's um, immortal classic, as some people would call it, Avatar. It's not his immortal classic. Um, but uh yeah so go check that out it's on the podcast feed and then my next episode throwback thursday will be kubo and the two strings so look out for that um and then oh here's one so this is months in advance i probably shouldn't be announcing this months in advance but i'm going to anyway because i want i need to make note to myself that i am going to do it coming up on august 11th it will have been five years since zeke said so was born and i'm going to do a special five-year spectacular uh of the zeke said so podcast on august 15th so uh that will be coming and then i'm also going to be doing a video on my youtube channel that will also go up um on august on tuesday so yeah pretty exciting stuff so far and that will do it uh so robert thank you for joining me on this 
wonderful episode on this jammed pack. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace. Peace out.